Hey guys, today we have Jacob. Jacob is an indie filmmaker. We're going to be talking all about how indie filmmakers make money, how much money they make, what's the best way to make money fast, etc., etc. Hey, Jacob. How you doing, Max? Awesome. Hey, I'm doing great. So let's just get into it. So Jacob, can you tell us exactly what you do? It's many things, but currently I started out as a drone pilot. I got certified my part 107 to fly drones commercially, remote drones. And I live in the Northwest, so it rains half the year here. Mm -hmm. And drones is not a good business to do full time. Mm -hmm. So I now do a full production house where I shoot music videos. I'm getting into doing a little bit of real estate. So anything you could do behind a camera and then put on the computer and make it look better, mm -hmm. that's what I'm eyeballing. Okay. So wait, you said you live in the Midwest and because you no, no 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 I live in the Northwest so I'm I'm in the upper left in Oregon above California okay so like Washington area yeah I heard like I heard that like there's a lot of rain over there yeah uh, okay so how did you get into drones is this a way to make money can you tell us about the economics of drone footage and stuff like that yeah so I've always been a gadget geek and so even from a young kid I was like building my own computers and always like looking at the next cool thing coming out always had the latest iPhone always got the, the latest Android back when I like to tinker with my software and uh, there's a lot of videographers that they'll buy a cheap camera and they'll just go shoot for whatever but there's not a ton of people doing drone work at a high level so I thought that that was a perfect way to combine like my love of gadgets I used to play video games a lot so it feels like I'm doing like a simulation and so it's just like it, it combined three or four different things I love and I was like cool if I can also make money from this why not so it just kind of like and the cost of entry has been lower and lower over the years it started out with like three thousand dollars for a drone now you can pick up a used one for 500 bucks Mm -hmm. So it just felt like the right time to uh, to hop in and do that. I think that was your question. Yeah. So basically, so you're a gadget guy. I'm sure you're like a video guy. You probably were like making videos as a kid and all that too. No, I, I mostly was a video gamer. I never did creation. Up until after high school, I just consumed media. I just played games. I never, so that came that came way later, actually. I think that, that uh, yeah, I'm not sure where that, that first like bite started. That's mm -hmm. a good question. Mm -hmm. Okay. You got into drones and then you realized that you can make money by shooting and creating videos of drones, right? Yeah. And and it was partially born out of necessity that the seasons here made me have to expand my reach out of drones. Okay. Out of drones or to drones? Away from, so like I'd still do droning, but because it rains half the year and there's not many weatherproof drones, mm -hmm. I had to find another lateral mm -hmm. camera thing mm -hmm. that uh, was related. So like what, what, what start, started for me was I got good at flying the drone, but then once you take your footage off the drone and put it in Adobe Premiere or Final Cut, that's a whole different set of skills that I had no idea what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And as I got better, I'm like, oh, if I'm already getting good at Premiere and I can edit a video and make it look beautiful, why don't I just take a handheld camera and let I'll, I'll shoot footage one way or the other, drones or handheld, and then edit it and then deliver the final deliverable to my client. I changed one step of the first step, the second and third still remain the same. Mm -hmm. Okay, so just to summarize, okay, so basically you got into drones, you started like a small business where you were basically a, a drone videographer. You realize that it's not in places where like it rains or snows a lot, it's it's not like an annual business. So you got into a videographer in general, not just like a drone videographer. Okay, cool. So drone videography, I think, so like you said, there's a lot of, so pretty much like if there's a business somebody can try out if they like need it out of necessity it could be like drone videography since it's like the barrier of entries is like low 
Is it low? Uh, it is, but I would say that the like with anything, the easier the entry point, the more competition. So like when I first got my drone and people know you have a drone, everyone says, oh, you know, you should do real estate. Like I've heard they get really good photos. And it's like everyone is doing that thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody is spending 500 bucks. They're taking it up 30 feet. They're going 45 degree angle, take a picture of the house, and then they'll charge the real estate agent 100 bucks more for that photo. It's like to wow. be a photographer and add that photo on, it's super easy for the photographer to learn that skill. So if you're just that, you have almost no chance of lasting in the real estate market if it's a mature market. Okay. So, okay. So, two things we learned from that. If there's nobody in your area doing this, you, should, you could probably try it and make some cash. But two, it's probably saturated by now. So, can you tell us the economics of being a drone videographer? It costs about $500 to start because that's how much a good drone is. But like, how much do you charge? Like, what are the profit margins? What are the hours like? Yeah, it's a good question. It depends on what your deliverable is. So if you're shooting a a real estate gig, if you happen to get them just to do drone photography, in my experience, you can probably expect to charge around a hundred bucks for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's for travel time, showing up, the one assurance. Look, there's apps that you can use battery last like 25 minutes. So it'll just insure you for that 25 minutes and then it's back off. So it'll cost you like five to 10 bucks to insure your drone. But in certain states, you do have to be insured or they can withhold payment or not hire you. And so I've heard stories of people who like shoot the photo, deliver it to the end client, and then they'll say, hey, just double check in, where's your insurance? And they won't have it. And they'll get the deliverable, keep the photo, and use that as a loophole. And a lot of a lot of drone pilots don't get their, what's called a part 107, which is the FAA's, like you can legally be paid. Uh, most people that have a drone, they say, hey, I have a drone, do you want me to do whatever? That's technically legal, but as the IRS, you can't get paid for that as a hobbyist. Um, but so for real estate, part 100, if I'm drone flying and I'm giving them if I'm shooting a local artist and he has his own video and I'm just delivering footage, I'll charge him at 50 bucks an hour. And so I'll show up, I'll shoot for an hour, maybe two, and then I'll give him the end files and we're done. Okay. 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 So, okay. There's a lot to unpack here. So, for- and, there's, and, and, there's, and there's one other, just to add on so you can unpack more. Another one that people sometimes will use is they want kind of like stock footage of their, maybe it's their business or their town or whatever it is, their neighborhood. And so I have been contracted to be like, hey, I want like five locations around town of like this cool building on a bridge or whatever, like the sports stadium. Yeah, I'll go capture those and I'll give him a flat rate. So that incentivizes me to do it as efficiently as possible. But it, like if I go during traffic hour, I'll be stuck in traffic, but I might charge 200 bucks for relocations and I'll just give them up as one giant package and then give them to the person. Okay, so before you get into it, you actually have to get licensed to make money as a drone videographer, right? That's right. You, you can't, yeah, you, you can't legally accept money flying or drone uh, unless you have your part 107, which is a knowledge test. Okay. Okay. So, okay. we That's very important. Number one. Okay. Number two. So like you, you, pre, so you say you charge about $3 an hour for like regular videography work. Okay. Yep. About $50 an hour. But, and you can also do it so you can like create packages where like you charge one large flat rate for multiple pieces of work. Yeah, exactly. It kind of depends on what they're looking for. So if they have if they're shooting a music video and they're like, hey, can you come from three to five and be ready to fly a drone for whatever I need? I'll just charge him by the hour because I'm not sure what he's going to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to be there with him during that time frame. But if it's like a package thing, I can go fly that whenever. And 
realistically I can use that for my own footage. Like I don't think I usually don't have like contracts of like exclusivity for that stuff. So I'll give him the footage. He'll be happy. But if I'm shooting my own videos, I can now I'll hold on to that footage and now I can plant that wherever I need as B-roll. So that does factor into my pricing is like how beneficial is that shot for me long term? I may give him a slight deal. Okay, so with drone videography, what's your verdict of like starting a drone videography business? Is there, is there a lot of longevity to it? Is it a robust business? How should people perceive it, go about it? Like, is it something you can start, but you have to expand on it? Or is it something you could go full in? It's a great question. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that the drone market is very early. Like autonomous drones are coming and that's going to handle a lot of like the delivery things. When it comes to like the last mile of Amazon packages, they're going to probably come from drones in the next decade. But that's not going to involve you. You're going to do either... I do more of the videography side. So I'm shooting video. I'm getting pictures for a client. That's... I'm trying to think of the word. It's commercial, but it's not enterprise. So... The drone market as a whole can be huge. Like there's safety inspections for telecom equipment. There's drones that have thermal cameras and you can fly them over uh, cold areas to find people in search and rescue missions. You can fly them over agriculture and depending on the moisture content, they hold a different temperature. And so you can, you can go to a vineyard and say, I'll fly over your hundred acres and I'll tell you what places are getting less water. So there's, it's incredibly wide, but getting into those enterprise level ones, the drones get more expensive. The software to map those gets more expensive, but clients also have more money. So at the, at the kind of like consumer level, uh, the budgets are smaller. You're going to have more headaches. There's not going to be contracts. There's a lot of like back and forth. But if you hustle and you know how to sell yourself, you can make a ton of money. On the enterprise side, if you're working with like bigger businesses or construction sites and they want to see how the building is coming as a 3D model and see how it's coming over week after week after week and like the heads up top of the office cannot have to go to the site and see how it's going. Huge money, but you have to also have your initial uh, capital up front becomes exponentially more. And to get your foot in the door, so I haven't done the like how you break into those i don't know but they're there mm-hmm. okay so let's just like let's not talk too much about the enterprise stuff because we're not really there yet but sure. when it comes to the commercial stuff so number one be aware of oversaturated niches so like if you want to start a drone videography company there probably isn't going to be much money in the real estate niche but there are probably other niches like the vineyard example you gave but what i'm i'm getting the sense that what you're trying to get at is that if you want to get into the this business the economics of this business is heavily reliant on where you are right yeah it's heavily reliant on on where you are and uh, you're going to have to certain, have have a certain level of tenacity to go sell yourself because you can't just post on Facebook and say, hey, I have a drone, who needs help? You're going to have to probably like fly for some people for free that maybe do videos for our a local business or whatever, send it to a news station and say, hey, I got this video of your building or this this crash or this fire or whatever. Do you guys want to use it? Like, you're going to have to hustle and build a brand name on, on social media. Like, you can't just buy the drone and go out and say, hey, look at me and expect people to be like, oh, you know, he has a drone. I heard that Timmy has a drone. And then there's people are going to come at you with offers. It's a lot of just like shots in the dark. Like, I'll go to the, I've gone, I've gone to the park before and met like a coach that does middle school football. And he's like, oh, that, that drone's really cool. What do you do with it? I'm like, oh, I'm just flying for a practice gig, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, well, I have, I have, uh, my kids have a football game. 
what do you charge for an hour? And I'm like, well, it'll be this, this, and this. Never happened, but it's those kind of things where it's like, if you become the sports, the local Saturday night sports guy, like you're going to have to find your lane. Yeah, it's... It's, there's not a clear path, I would say. You're going to have to You're gonna have to hustle. Okay. So number one, seems like it's an easy business to get into, but it's really not. It's something you really got to like uh, hone in on and spend a lot of time on to be successful. Number two, if you do find your groove, there's a lot of money to be made in it. Number three, you have to be really aware of your market and environment. So if you live in a place where like the nature nature is unstable like it rains or snows a lot it's going to be it's it's going to be really tough um but if you live in an area where say there aren't a lot of people doing real estate footage maybe you can get into that or there's a lot of it's like a town or an area where there's a lot of like amateur and intramural sports going on maybe you could get into that so you have to be really aware of the place you're in before you get into this business, you would say. Yeah, and uh, you have a gift for summarizing things. That is very impressive. Yeah, I'd say that's very good. That's literally my company, right? <laughs> business intelligence. Like that's my, good. That's my, good. My literal job is to like research and like figure out and to like provide. But okay, wonderful, wonderful. So if I'm a kid in New York City, first I have to be self-aware. Is that this isn't an easy field? I gotta understand if I want to spend a lot of time on this before I go into it. Number two, I have to scope out my competition. I have to find markets where there's a lot of profitability. So I think we got that down. Awesome. Okay, so first we got the drone stuff down. Number two, so you went from the drone stuff into the full-on video video production stuff. You probably recommend people to go from drone stuff to like a full-on videography agency because there's more. Uh, it's probably going to be more robust and will probably have more longevity in that. So can you tell us about the economics of that transition? Is there more money in doing like a full suite thing, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, it's a good question. I think I think if you're if you found your niche in a field like droning, like if you're the if you're the drone mapping guy for all agriculture in your area and you maybe live in the Midwest, like that's probably a great you should squeeze that lemon as hard as you can. Uh but if you have to be a little more nimble, I think that the more I, I'm conflicted because as much as I love going deep on something to become more of an expert and you get more benefits the deeper you go into that niche. Uh, in my experience, if you can go broad and then go deep in certain aspects, like for me, it's droning and editing. Like I want to be world-class at editing and I want to be world-class at droning. The handheld stuff I'll be good at. I don't care if I'm great at it. I could probably hire someone that's better than me. What was your question again? So let me just put it this way. So you you started in just doing drones, but instead yeah. of going into a full suite videography agency, you're still specialized in drones. So like it's a craft that like there's a lot of longevity in this craft. So basically like it's like you don't just start out with drones and then you need to actually become a full suite videography agency. Like you can continue just focusing on, on drone videography for a long time. It's not like a thing it's not like like drone videography isn't a thing where you can you have to transition eventually it's it's something that can like last a long time like eat it like drone videography in itself is a business like a long yeah you can find the second part of the video in the description below or visit www.everorg.com